I don't normally care about this kind of thing, but the new iPhone just looks like far, far, far too much. And, and can't you get into it magically even if you don't own it or something? See, in all honesty, I'm not one of these people that's bothered about the new phone. I've got a 5S. It works. I love it. There's loads of people now, isn't there, going back to like the old Nokia things. It's kind of got to a point where we're all starting to regress backwards technologically because we're all just sick of how much we have to spend. Personally, if you're willing to spend close to £1,000 on a new phone, you are so mental you shouldn't be allowed to have one. It's not just the cost as well. Like It just gets to a point where I don't want to be doing like loads of just ridiculous stuff. Can I text? Can I call? It's as simple as that. For me, it's also the idea of having to buy new headphones, new chargers, that kind of thing. My theory is if it works, stick with it. Nowadays, phones are just turning from essentials into fashion accessories for people with large egos. I wish it had stop. Plus, Beth, what you were saying as well about headphones. I mean, I lose headphones when they're tied to the phone, let alone when I just don't know where they are anymore. I think also for some people it's a status thing. Who can afford the most expensive phone? It's just like weddings where people try to show off, as I'm sure you guys are really interested in. You say that, but because I'm 30 now, every single weekend is spent at a wedding, and it's just getting unbelievably expensive for me, let alone the people having the wedding. I went to a wedding recently, and one of the features of it was a pick-and-mix stand. That's showing off, but for the right reasons. Pick-and-mix is a good shout, but I tell you what, we're having fish and chips for our dinner. Who wants a three-course Ponzi meal when you can have good old fish and chips? I'll tell you who wants a Ponzi three-course meal. The same kind of person who's going to spend £1,000 on an iPhone 8. That's what I think. It's ridiculous. Plus, oh, I don't know anymore. Is there any better announcement in the world than at a wedding when they say the buffet is now open? I can't think of one. Not only ours is it going to be the buffet and the fish and chips are ready, the campsite is open so guests don't even have to pay for a hotel. They can camp on site. I'll tell you, I'll raise your buffet. Free bar. Free bar is the best thing to hear at a wedding. That and that's the speech is over. I read a wedding story the other day about a bride and groom who charged their guests to attend their wedding and set it up as a business model. That's wrong, surely, isn't it? So hang on, was that instead of giving gifts? Because I kind of understand if it was, because then it saves people having to go out and shop, or was that just a way of them to make money? No, that was just to attend the wedding uh, in general. Personally, if, uh, if you can't afford to hold your dream wedding, you shouldn't have it. Do something you can afford. Can you imagine going to that person's wedding, like being there, one of their parents? Thanks for everything, Mum and Dad. Now hand us over your 150 quid, please. That is absolutely unbelievable. I don't like going to weddings on the whole anyway, so throwing the fact I have to pay £150 extra on top of hotels or whatever, no thanks. What else do you reckon we could complain about to get money off? So, yeah, okay, phones, uh, Virgin Sky, whatever. Trains? Trains are always awful, aren't they? Tell you what, you can invite five people and that would pay for a brand new iPhone 8, which again tells you how ridiculously expensive an iPhone 8 is these days. Well, those sorts of people are the exact people that the iPhone 8 is targeting. Gullible idiots. Strong words there, Dan. I have to ask, what kind of phone are you on at the moment? I'm currently on an iPhone 6, which I got at the beginning of August. It's a great phone on a very cheap and reasonable contract. I wish my iPhone contract was reasonable. I'm pretty sure when I left that conversation, I felt like I'd beaten the salesman, which usually means they won. See, in terms of getting a new contract, the best thing to do is just say you're going to leave and then they'll always give you a good deal with or without a phone. 
but they can do that all the time. So it does not just show how unbelievably greedy they are. That it's like, well, they won't argue, so let's just give them four hundred million pounds a month for one gig of data. I think it just shows the arrogance of these big corporations, the fact that they can just look at you and think they'll pay and they'll have no problem with it. It's almost the exact opposite of what you get taught as a child, not to have a pout because you won't get anything. If you pout with these people, you get anything you want. When I tried to cancel Virgin the other day, they actually put my bill down by 15 quid a month. I'm pretty sure at a certain point I could have got the person's house if I'd carried on for another five minutes. It's the same with Sky. You can ring them up. Uh, complain about this, the uh, cost of the bill, and they'll put it down by about half price. It's ridiculous. So what we're getting from this really is, I quite like a new iPhone, but when I get it, I'm just going to complain all the time until it gets to be better value for me. I quite like that way in, actually. To be honest, I don't think life would be as fun if we didn't just complain about everything. I think complaining for the sake of it is a bit pointless and seems a bit negative, but if it's for a good purpose, like getting a phone contract cheaper, I'm all for it.